So, didn't catch the show on Saturday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four. Hello, guys. Good to have you here. Or both of them. Welcome. Um, uh, quickly, if I can, I sorry, just to start. Yeah. Shout out to our uh, our friends, our fans overseas. Um, getting a lot of uh, people in from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some people from the US. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there's a couple of blokes from the UK have started listening. Oh, good on you guys. One of them's from Liverpool in England. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's where they're hosting Eurovision next year. I didn't know that. There you go. Liverpool. Also home of the Beatles. Mm. Uh, Home of uh, Liverpool. Yeah, no, you're yeah, so right. Football, football club. Oh. Football team. Sorry, Grace, I wasn't yeah. doing it. That's right, mate. Hey, you had your Eurovision bit. Yeah. No, you're so right. Something Let for everyone, you yeah, know what I mean? Let's do a sporting bit. Sporting bit. Uh, Everything. Uh, Beatles, uh, Liverpool football team, yeah. Eurovision. Good on you, all our internationals. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of it, guys. Just propping it up. Yeah. I do I do worry because, um, I, I mean, you guys are probably, I mean, I've never been to Europe, so you can speak on your time in Europe. You've both been there. But when I lived in the States, a lot of the times I would uh, chat to, if I was chatting to someone who lived in America, right, they could pretty much understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I slowed down or, you know, you try and match but if I was with another Australian in the States, oh, bloody man, what are you doing? Come here. Oh, doing oh yeah. They're like, you. That, this is true. They said that I, if I was with an Australian friend, we spoke like the Tasmanian devil talks on Looney Tunes. <laughs> That's, <laughs> true. That's pretty close. Well, I mean, this is the beauty of podcasts. I think on most of the podcast streaming services now, you can have it slowed down. By like by one point or by one and a half points. Or, Hello. Yeah. So maybe they do that in the Jimmy US. And I don't know. If they slowed that, that down, it would have been even Inside, slower. Yeah. If you've ever listened to a podcast on half speed, it sounds like the people talking are blind, just blind drunk. Oh. Oh. But say, so how could you tell that? What? <laughs> there you go. I can't listen on anything other than just normal no, speed. Me no, me neither. I don't understand I. those people that listen to podcasts on double speed just to get through it quicker. Like yep. that Yeah, because then no you're, you're wasting your content, aren't you? Yeah. Because you could spread it out over a longer time. I had a mate I used to work with um, at a sports store and he was a big um, sports fan and we used to listen to the, It's a Bill Simmons podcast. a great podcast. Mm. <laughs> it's good as this one, though. Um, and he would like listen to it on double speed on the way into work just to be across it. So we'd always get to work. Oh, so he, literally because he needed to get across it yeah. for his own podcast. Like, no, 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 no. So um, I worked with him at like Amart All Sports. Yeah. We'd both be coming into work, listening to the same podcast. He'd listen on double speed. So by the time he got to work, he's listened to it. And he could talk to you about it. Yeah. But I'd always be like, bro, I've only listened to half of it. <laughs> I'm like, why are you? And he's like, well, I just want to, I've got it. It's done. Tick, box, move on. But, I, yeah, I can't listen on double speed. I just want to let you guys know as well, good phones from mm. people today as well. Uh, where did you drop or when did you drop the engagement ring? Uh, that's going to be on there. Good stories. Good stories. <laughs> and also, what annoys you but doesn't really annoy anybody else? This is great. I've got a few and I've also added a few based on the people who called the show. We, we're <laughs> recording this after the show today. Um, is there any more that you can think of? Is there anything else that comes to mind. I know, Nate, you had it, we briefly mentioned on the show at the end there, you hate being called Nate. Yeah, that's another one. Um, but people, I've spoken to people about this, people that I've spoken to are shortening your name. They think that Nate is an abbreviation of Nathan and Nate. They think they're doing me a favour. Yeah. They're not. Because we also say on this show we love nicknames. Mm. And people say that Nate. And, and to be fair, I mean, pot calling the kettle black, really. Yeah. I give everybody a nickname. And there are people out there that don't like nicknames. And there's a person we used to work with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me started.
It's a common nickname of a regular mm. name. And I know a lot of people, you know, naming their babies are like, I like, um, for example, I like Kimberly as a name, but I don't like Kim. So people are really specific about like what nickname. It's it's odd. Mm. That's not spe- you because you don't like Nate. No, it's true. Speaking of baby names, I'm glad you brought that up because um, watch my partner Meg get a bit cranky the other day because someone we know has named their baby a name that she really likes. Had she oh, told them though? No, never told them. Well, my you and know, Meg my... didn't say anything. She didn't go. That's the name I want. She went. Oh my god, what a beautiful name! And then I just looked at her and like burning in her eyes. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I ever told this story because I, I definitely didn't tell it when we were together. But my ex wanted to name our kids, which is definitely not going to happen now. Um, oh, you never know, mate. Never say never. <laughs> Hopefully we can batch things up. <laughs> Current girlfriend wouldn't be happy about it. Um, no, my ex really wanted to name... She had a, she got a, I won't read all the names out because that would be unfair, but yeah. um, she really wanted to name one of her... If she had a boy, Nixon. She, was, she really loved the name Nixon, right? Grace, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't face. say anything. She gave a face, mate. As in Richard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She wouldn't call it Nixon Richard, though. No. <laughs> um, and she told that to um, uh, one of her friends who was a flight attendant yeah. and was like, oh, I really love the name Nixon. And this, this girl was pregnant. Oh, and no. Was like, oh, no. She and was didn't. like, oh, that's a great name, Rara. But she'd said that she had a name for the child. Then a post went up going, welcome baby Nixon to oh, the world. Oh, that's bad. <gasps> I would be I would so be, angry. I would be ropeable. That's my, actually my, really bad. My ex was... Furious. Understandably like, and so. For ages, ages. She was so. I'm, I'm annoyed at that. Yeah. That would almost be friendship-ending territory for me. Yeah, I it's think. pretty bad. Yeah. Do you know that my name, James? Here's one for you. It's supposed to be Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> was stolen. So my um, cousin. There might be a few Jameses out there, mate. It's not really <laughs> an original name. My cousin Rodney. Yeah. yeah. Who oh, is my yeah. mum's sister's son? Um, he was he was born um, not that long before me, mm. and they um, didn't have a name for him, but they were calling him Baby James. Oh, oh! Um, and then um, they just were unsure of it, so in the end they went with Rodney, Rodney. James Ned Kelly. They Ned go- Kelly, yeah. His name's Rodney Ned Kelly. Rodney James Ned Kelly. Yeah, the James is the least interesting name out of there. No, Grace, you're focusing on the wrong part. <laughs> James. R- Rodney James. Same as him. So my... Yeah, okay, yeah. Don't worry about the Ned Kelly bit. We haven't got time for that. We're well, talking about James. So I'm not blood related, so that... Because it's my mum's sister, but her husband, Kelly... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm focusing on the Kelly thing now, mate. What do you want from me? I was just confused for a second. Family trees. I confusing. hate that Grace makes faces and we... And, like, she doesn't make noises, so people listen to the podcast go, geez, James and Jimmy and Nathan. Now I call myself James. <laughs> Did you say you're not blood related to Rodney or to Ned Kelly? That's the part to I the, was confused about. To the Kellys. Okay. Right. Yeah. And the Kellys are related to the famous bush ranger, Ned Kelly. Wow. That's why then he got the name. So there is... What? No, I'm just... He's not a good guy. I didn't say he was. No, I'm just... It's well, odd. Geez, you've got some thoughts today and feelings. <laughs> it's just odd naming yourself after someone that's... to name himself. No. His like, parents, he was a baby. He didn't come out of the womb and go, you know what? You know the guy with the Name medal on his face? <laughs> Let's go with Ned Kelly. He didn't know. Are you he right? Do Are you that? Okay? <laughs> it's weird to name himself after a bush run. Well, he didn't because he was a child. I mean, I'd be impressed if a baby just had such a great knowledge of Australian history and then also could talk straight out of yeah, the womb. Yeah, came out and goes, Ned Kelly. <laughs> Ned Kelly. I'd be like, wow, that is impressive. So my cousin... Not named himself, gave himself the name Ronnie James Ned Kelly. 
but they were calling him Baby James. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but then that's what they settled on. They settled on Rodney James, Nick Kelly. And my mum, I was supposed to be called Basil John Smith, named after my grandfather who I never met, who also was named Basil John Smith. Mum loved the name James, so she changed it to Basil James Smith. And then when I was born, she went, you know what? I really love James. James Basil Smith. But that's where it came from. Beautiful. Stole it from my No, I do like cousin. the name James, actually. Yeah. I think it's a nice name. We got there. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> I did not think that that was going to be. I hard. can't believe you're related to famous Bush Ranger Ned Kelly. Not blood related. <laughs> Though my cousin did name himself after that's the Bush very Ranger. Very impressive. When he was zero. I'll be honest, that's a story. That's <laughs> the Jimmy and Ned Show podcast. Live around the country, you've got the Jimmy and Nate show. Guys, head to our Instagram at Jimmy and Nate or head to our Jimmy and Nate YouTube uh, if you want to see any of the stuff oh, from the. I don't just really know how that works, works yet. You've gone real hard there, <laughs> well, earlier. We've just set it up. You know what I mean? We've uploaded one video yesterday, three views. Someone said we need a YouTube page. Hey. I've set it up, but guys, if we can get to seven by the end of the show, seven views. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just don't know how it works. The TikTok's probably where it's at. Yeah. At Jimmy and Nate. I mean, that's getting a lot of love. You know, the TikTok. <laughs> let's spread it out. Yeah. Let's send people that we know is good stuff and work it. Guys, go to YouTube. It just says no one follows us and we have one video with three views. Oh, no, that's a bit sad. So let's bump sad. up those numbers, baby. <laughs> people are like, oh, God. Um, yeah, so if you want to help, follow us on Instagram, at Jimmy and Nate. Yep. Unfortunately, I'll be honest with you, Australia here, it's Jimmy speaking. Um, our company, our business, mm. um, looks at followers on Instagram mm. and gives people jobs. Mm. We don't have a lot of followers on Instagram because yep. we're too focused on the radio show. And our YouTube. <laughs> So if you do like the show, you don't have to, but if you do like the show, it's a great way of showing your support, yep. giving us a follow there at go, Jimmy Nath. And then the TikTok and YouTube and everything yeah. else is there. Uh, I want to ask now on 131060, where slash when did you drop the engagement ring? Uh, this is after a husband-to-be um, had to go swimming um, for the engagement ring after oh. he proposed because he dropped it in the ocean. Uh, oh. So the now viral video on TikTok. Uh, Scotty Klein, uh, who posted it and is the fella in the video, okay. um, shows the moment he drops the uh, fiance to bees engagement ring into the depths of the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Um, oh, Mexico. Here, the caption of the video is "Drop the ring in the Gulf during my proposal." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag lol. Nice one. <laughs> Uh, he's been interviewed lots of times overseas. Um, he said everything was a blur after I. So he he gets it out. It's still in the um, the box, uh-huh. and then he it, like as he's getting it out, it just it, it falls into the into the water. Um, but luckily, um, so he panicked. He said uh, I panicked, um, reached, and he said I lunged uh, into the water. So he just jumps in pretty much. Of as course, soon as he you drops would. Hundred percent, you would. Yeah. So was he on like a wharf or on the shore? Or? He's, on the, he's on a wharf. On a wharf. So he's on, on a wharf. Chair. So it hasn't gone through the cracks. It's gone actually. Oh, sorry, no. So he's on a boat. He's on a boat. Oh, on a boat. Boat. Do you know where this bloke is? <laughs> Gulf of Mexico. He's, on a, he's on a lilo in a pool. <laughs> Dropped it in the sink. <laughs> in the kitchen. That's pretty deep water. No, yeah. So he's out in the ocean. He's oh, on a boat. Oh, oh God, it's not what you want, is it? Did he me... get the ring back? Yeah. So he um, oh, he good. he pretty much drops it so, in. Great question. Yes. Thank you so much. Drops it in the water. Um, it starts to sink. Um, and pretty quick reflexes from the bloke. He he just dives straight in. Oh, that's exactly um, right. Because there is someone else on the boat filming. Yep. He dives in. Um, he goes down, grabs it, swims up to the back of the boat, gets back up, walks to the front, and um, just gets back down that's on one very knee. very impressive. And very says, good. will you marry me? She says yes. They embrace. Big kiss. She's not worried about him being wet, obviously, because, you know, it's a great, great moment. <laughs> she was. Dry off first. I'll give you the answer. Oh, gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. That's, <laughs> can't possibly say yes to salty uh, wet. God, I haven't done my nails. You should have given me some. Oh, now also, I'm going to upload the ring Scott, photo. I hate boats. Why are we out here? <laughs> Wouldn't have happened if we were on the land. Oh, Scott, it's a tiny little rock. 
I'm surprised it sunk and didn't float to the top. <laughs> you should have let it sink, Scott. Maybe while you're down there, find a bigger ring. Maybe find me a pearl or something, Scott, an oyster. Anything would be better than this. Uh, the video has been viewed over 8 million times. Great. It's more Very. than our YouTube. <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> Put everything together. Um, so I do want to ask where, when did you drop the engagement ring? The only member uh, of this team that is engaged is producer Grace. Uh, there was no, um, I mean, I don't think we've asked. There was no moment where Diana dropped the ring. No, no. We. Um, it was did, raining though. It was pouring with rain. Mm. So we were both very wet. You did, a, you did a land engagement. We did a land engagement. Oh, I know. Sorry. Uh, we done. did go on Wimps. a boat. <laughs> we went on a boat to the engagement, but we did not get engaged on the boat. Mm. So fear risk of, averse. Fear of ring drop? Fear of ring drop, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. hate a ring drop. Mm. But then when I got it, it was too big, so I was so afraid. Oh, feedback. <laughs> oh, the, the diamond was too big. <laughs> Diana, the diamond is too big. I this can't lift obnoxious. my hands, Diana. My wrist is sore. You should go a little wide. <laughs> 13, 10, 6. Was your ring too big? <laughs> How big was the rock? Uh, you had a rubber band on the back. Of it. I did. I'd like yeah. tied it to my finger. It was real ugg for a while. <laughs> but it looks stunning now. It looks stunning now, beautiful yes. now. Congratulations. What have you got so on today? I have it on. Because <laughs> you dropped it in the water, mate. <laughs> 131060, where or when did you drop the engagement ring? Jump on the phones right now. We want to hear these stories. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, no, if you just asked 131060, where slash when did you drop the engagement ring? Uh, this is after a bloke uh, had to go swimming for an engagement ring after he proposed to his, uh, well, his soon-to-be fiancé. Mm. Uh, dropped it in the ocean. He's out in a boat, got on the like the, the point, the tip of the boat, you know, mm. the Titanic part of, of the boat. Of course, yeah, lovely. Um, got down on one knee, and then as he was getting it out of his pants, it's, it's gone overboard. Um, but massive round of applause to this fella because just he didn't really miss a beat. It's fallen over. I'd say a second goes by before he just jumps off the boat into the water yeah, to get it. You've got to be pretty dedicated you've got to, to you've jump, got to jump in on there and do that. Yeah. Well done. I mean, do we, does he deserve the round of applause? Because he should have been ready for contingencies. I mean, if he was on the end of the boat getting a ring out, he should have been no, a bit more careful. Should have had it on a, ring on a string. Ring on a string. <laughs> just on a line. You know what I mean? Go fishing for it. Go fishing for a bride. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> there it is. Go. Oh, I've got a big one. Here we go. <laughs> Rachel from Newcastle, where did you drop the engagement ring? My husband, when he was proposing, um, went all weird and dropped it in the bushes as he opened the box. Oh, okay. So, so where, where were you, Rachel? So we went out to um, like a state forest yep. for a nice day. He accidentally picked Mother's Day. Um, oh. And so people were everywhere. So we panicked a little bit and then we found a quiet spot He's gone weird. The dogs were with us. They've gone weird. He's dropped the ring, looking like a meerkat, scurrying around in the bushes. And um, then he's toddled over with the ring in his pocket. And uh, here we are, 10 years later. (laughs) So, Rachel, when he's dropped the ring and being all weird, did you know, well, A, did you know he was going to propose? And B, did you know that he had dropped the ring? I didn't know he was going to propose, but I knew he dropped something. So you had got no this. You're, you're now, well, I'm guessing husband or fiance yeah. is husband. on his he, husband. Well, you could be engaged for ten years. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's um, on his hands and knees looking for the ring. Yeah, he's just he's dropped something. He's looked straight at me and he's ducked down. He's hit the deck. Did he say for this ring? Did he? Did you ask or did he say what? Or do you go? Oh, my, my car keys, babe. Like, did he? Did he at least have an excuse or was he just? I got. I dropped nerve. something. 
his nerves were shot. There was no time to think of an excuse. He came over and when he got down on one knee, I looked away and I said, quick, get up. And then we discussed the ring afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Ariana from Mayfield. Ariana, where'd you drop the engagement ring? Uh, it was like three months after we had just got engaged. We were in a motel room and I went to go take my pants off and my ring fell into the toilet. Oh, no. I mean, were you able to salvage it pretty quickly, Ariana, or did it go up Yes, pipe? it was very gross reaching into a toilet. Mm. I don't want to, um, it, it was before you'd used the toilet? Yes, thank God. Oh, that's oh okay. Yeah, you don't want to. You know, you I mean, it. You, when, yeah. it, when it comes out, your hand's still in the toilet. Just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul from Newcastle, wrap things up. Paul, where'd you drop the engagement ring? I wish it was the ring that was dropped. I was actually set the scene there on a beautiful jetty in Queensland. I'd taken my previous fiance out there and she, just, she insisted on taking her massive big Labrador Sally along. Oh, and no. just as I got down to do the, the, the hand-on-knee thing and, and do the proposal, Sally dropped the most enormous turd beside us and that set the scene for the next 26 years of marriage. <laughs> so, so, so you're down on one knee and the lab's just done a big poop right next to this romantic scene? It was like a punami. It was... Uh, <laughs> it, 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 set, it set the scene for the next 26 years, yeah. trust me. Okay. So um, it was, you were saying, Paul, it was a sign. It was a sign. Mm. Yes, it was a sign from God, and I should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Please welcome producer Grace for some goss. Gossip Grace. Gossip Grace. Gossip, Gossip Grace. Gossip Grace. Taylor Swift has released an acoustic version of her hit song, Antihero. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. At tea. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely acoustic. Sounds exactly how you would do it. And uh, checks out, Goss. Yeah, no. Um, I'm sick of artists telling me it's acoustic and I bloody get in there. And <laughs> Just checking. Just Hang on. Acoustic. Okay. Sometimes I feel All right, like everybody is a sexy baby. Oh. I left that part in there for you, Jim. Thanks, my um, favourite. It's a round of applause, no Taylor Swift. Lyric of the year. Yeah. Lyric of the year. Yeah, really good. I was doing a bit of research into this this morning for gossip, obviously. Uh, <laughs> for my own perusal. <laughs> I didn't realise there were actually seven official remixes of Antihero. So she did one with uh, Bleachers, who, uh, which features Jack Antonoff, which is one of her writers, producers. She works with him heaps. And she's also released a bunch of um, dance remixes, if you'd like to take okay. a listen to one of them. Um, Kung's or Roosevelt, Nath? Which okay. one would you like? This is, uh, this is the Kung's Antihero remix. Yep. Oh, stop. Tell me you wouldn't hear this in a spin class. Oh, I'm out of your saddles, guys. Let's do it. Everyone it up. Come on. Let's really push it here. Got a bunch of anti-heroes in the class today. Or a bunch of sexy babies. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to listen to the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah why not, right, guys? Yeah. Out of your saddles. Here we go. The Roosevelt remix. 
Uh, Antihero <laughs> has spent four consecutive weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, in 2014, Shake It Off also held uh, atop the chart for four consecutive weeks, matching Antihero for the singer's second longest reign over the chart since Blank Space was number one for seven weeks in 2014. Oh, she's good, isn't she? She Guys, is. How about this? I'm, I'm sorry, Australia. It's Jimmy here. and um, I know I'm a bloody weirdo, but uh, I'm an Apple Music guy yeah. over um, Spotify. Have you got another remix for me? <laughs> No, no, no. So um, I get really upset about this time of year because uh, the Spotify raps will be coming out soon. Sure. Uh, and I can't really get involved because I'm not listening to... St- I listen to podcasts on Spotify. I don't really listen to music on Spotify. Mm. Um, but uh, Apple Music has given me my top 100 songs oh, of the year. Great. And I have three Taylor Swift songs in my top 100. Are you kidding? Of, like, the, the top 100 songs I've listened to over this year. And when you think about it, Taylor Swift's album's only what, just come out. came out October 21 so or something. So you're hammering it. So I've got Karma... Uh, Bejeweled and Antihero, all in my top 100 for the year. Oh, just Guys, a big Swifty. I might be a Swifty. It's not the Kung's remix, is it? No, no, no. I'm more of an like, just original top. Well, let's bump those numbers, eh? <laughs> I like this. It's a great song. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Oh, Australia, good thing. Welcome to Saturday. Welcome to the Jimmy and Nate family. And uh, next time you hear us, guys, it will be December. Moving into Christmas. Let's go around the team. Well, next next no, time you hear it. Tomorrow people oh, will hear us. Oh, yeah, I guess And then also weekends. we're on like Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Wednesday. I understand. Thursday, Saturday you hear us. Nice, you idiot. <laughs> No, yeah, hey. Not an idiot. Hey, Christmas idiots arrive, guys. He's oh. underneath your tree. Your drunk uncle's here. <laughs> You've already started. Dinner hasn't even come out yet. So when is yeah, so the Next first is, weekend. Next week. Next weekend. Next weekend is the same. If you're only a Saturday hey. morning listener, that would have made sense. Next time you hear is Australia. It's got to be bloody Easter. <laughs> Get the jockeys ready. Anyway, it's Christmas next week, guys. Yeah. Hey. Something's always coming. You hey, know what I mean? You're so right. Mm. And also, I don't know, time differences? Maybe where you're listening, it is Christmas. I don't think that's how it works. Shut up, Grace. <laughs> Jimmy, did I see you putting up your tree yesterday? Uh, I, did, well, I mean... <laughs> oh, mate, it certainly wouldn't have been him. It would have been his room, mate. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you now. I didn't do... Uh, so, so yesterday, I'll tell you what I was doing. I um, uh, I got home, and uh, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you just would have heard some of it there. The, the Graham Arias. Yeah. Uh, massive shout out to Amy. Uh, who was helping us film. She also put the video together, but last night I was putting some caption. I was doing the the captions uh, for the video. And my roommate, uh, my roommate, sorry, Josh and his partner, Casey, were like, Jimmy, we're going to go buy ourselves a real Christmas tree and then we're going to put it up. Do you want to come with us? And I went, now, I was working. Sure. Right, but even if I wasn't, I went, nah, nah, I'm, I'm just going to... Got a bit on. Gonna stay, <laughs> stay here. Although, I mean, you, I mean, check it out. on. It's on your Instagram, isn't that Jimmy Smith D? Jimmy Smith D. <laughs> by the way, they went and got it. They didn't even put it on their socials. Oh. Because it it's a real tree. No, I've I think, never had a real tree. I've never before. had a real tree either. Uh, Nanny Lynn, who mm. we took out to the red carpet, she every year has real trees. So every they, single year. I've heard they smell Must good. Be not, oh, they're they amazing. Smell, that's honestly the first thing I noticed. It was like, um, because uh, I'm a big candle guy. You yeah, guys you know love this. Candles. I love a candle. Oh, you love an Akoya. Uh, <laughs> No, I love what love do I love Grace? Glass house. Oh. Yeah, the glass house. They're the ones. They're good ones. You go to Peter Alexandria. Mm. Um, but geez, my house smells lovely now. Um, so it smells like Christmas, doesn't it? Smells it? like Christmas. Yeah. But yeah, I put it up on the. I wasn't even going to talk this in the show now. So I put it up on my socials, 
I got all these messages from people. Now, again, I've never had a real tree. Sure. But apparently real trees attract spiders. Oh. Yeah. Spiders love to live. I wouldn't have thought of that. No. no. It's spider season too. So they're like, just keep an eye out for spiders. Mm. Mm. The one, I mean, if I can, I know, again, you weren't responsible for the tree, but if mm. I can comment on it. Um, you can, mate. You can do anything. No decorations on it. When I saw the socials, just a bare tree. Well, okay. So are they going to decorate it, or are they just... A tree's enough. So, I mean, you know Josh. Josh is my roommate, but he's our mate. Yeah. Um, so Josh and Casey went to get a real tree. They've never had a real tree. Yeah. But Josh was like, I've got my fake tree and all my Christmas decorations here. Okay. So they went and bought the fake tree. I stayed there. They came home. I'm still editing. They, they put the tree up, and then they spent like an hour looking for the Christmas decorations, which they couldn't find. So at the moment, it's just a bald tree, isn't it? No it's not bald. It's got, it's got leaves. green on it. Yeah, Singles. but that's not very Christmy, isn't it? No, it's very Christmassy. I it's think a it's... big the perfect lead-in because we're still in November. So you're so getting ready. It there. It's prepared, but you're not decorating till December. Right I, now, I don't know if that's what they're going to do. but Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they've lost the Christmas decorations. But um, right now, <laughs> we just have a nice, lovely smelling green tree in the house. Oh, that's nice. So that's you'll have, nice. you've got the candles in your room and you've got the tree in the lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate, Josh, we've got a dog as well, Labrador. Mm. Shout out to Baxter if he's listening. <laughs> um, uh, Josh goes, yeah, how good is that smell? And I go, it's great. And he goes, yeah. I can stop bloody washing the dog now. <laughs> That's not how it works. The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Nath, it is the 26th of Movember. Yes. Uh, you and I, we're uh, doing Movember. Mustaches are finally looking good, aren't they? Yeah, they're really popping. I cut it in again last night just mm. to make it really pop. pop. Yeah, it's pop. pop. Just want to pop. Now, look, um, uh, before we do any sort of serious chat in this show, I'd love to give out the numbers that you need. Sure. So I do want to chat about the reason why Nathan and I are doing Movember. Um, if you do need to speak to someone immediately, you can contact Lifeline, 13 11 14. I've called them many times before. Good people. Um, and there's also the Suicide Callback Service, and that is 1300 659 467. Um, and if I can, Nathan, I'd just love to give out some stats, sadly, sure. as well. Um, globally, on average, one man dies by suicide every minute of every day. Uh, and the rate of male suicide is alarmingly high here in Australia. Uh, three out of four suicides in Australia are by men. Um, and look, I, I, I wanted to um, share a bit of a story. You mentioned it earlier. Uh, yesterday, I got a tattoo. Um, I got a tattoo of the Movember logo. Yeah. As I hold it up to the camera in the studio, I realise that it's covered with a bandage. Still a bandage. Well, it's only fresh. So <laughs> allegedly, under that is a tattoo. <laughs> I will. I will look. I haven't put anything on the socials yet because we've been pushing the Grand Marias. Uh, but I will put something up uh, soon at Jimmy and Ath. Yep. Uh, don't go there now because there isn't. There's nothing. There's. I mean, there's a great video of a sweet yeah. old lady interviewing celebrities. But I will put the photo up. Uh, the video um, of my Movember tattoo. I even. Uh, I told Nath I was getting a tattoo um, during the week. I went, Nath, I'm getting a tattoo. And what did you say? I guessed it. I guessed that you were getting the moustache on your finger so you can hold it up to your nose. Just as a one-off guess, and that's what you got. <laughs> Nathan, no, a moustache on your finger, so then for the rest of the year when you don't have a mo, you can just hold it up and go, I've got a moustache. What were you thinking in that moment when I guessed it? Damn Shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really going to be a surprise. I, know, I did get a really uh, a lovely video of the moment that I showed Nathan what the tattoo was, and your mind was blown. You went, yeah. you got the thing, I said. <laughs> Um, and even producer Grace went um, to me when I was talking about the tattoo this morning before the show. She went, you two are scarily the same. <laughs> what did you say to me? I forget how similar your brains are. <laughs> we are we are the same person. Uh, but look, I did want to talk on Movember Australia and, and the reason as to why I got the tattoo. Um, and for me, we've been doing Movember for around nine years, maybe. 
Give or take. Yeah. Um, but I'll be honest with you, Australia, when I first started doing it, I did it just to grow a moustache. I wasn't doing any fundraising. Um, I just thought it was funny. Everyone else was doing it. Um, I wanted an excuse to grow a moustache. <laughs> um, and I've, I've battled depression and anxiety my entire life. I, I, I didn't know. I've, I've lied to GPs at times and, and not got the health I ne- and help I needed. But I have, you know, spoken to a, my GP now I see regularly and, and a psychologist who've said, nah, mate, you, you're clinically depressed. <laughs> you throw some anxiety in there as well. So I, I do know that I've had that and I've had that in my entire life. And it's only over the past couple of years, really, that I've, I've, I've got that help that I've needed and it's made a huge difference. But I've struggled with it my whole life. And, and the reason I got the Movember tattoo is because Movember was the first mental health charity, and there are so many um, out there around Australia now, so many people, so many groups, organizations doing great work in the mental health space, but Movember was the first one that I became aware of. And I remember early days, like I remember one of our first Movember chats, Nath, when we were on a different radio, we're at Nova, different mm-hmm. radio network, um, we chatted to Elise Perry, yeah, my sister. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember her talking about, you know, mental health and stuff. And I remember, I'll be honest at the time, sort of in my head thinking, yeah, what, what is this? Yeah. I don't, I don't have that. Mm. Come on. Um, where's the funny? Wrap it up. Yep. Um, but it was constantly doing November and then starting to fundraise and then Nathan and I having these conversations with the people, which was what led me to get help. Um, even Nathan for years would be like, hey, mate, you need help. Yeah. And I'd be like, no. Yeah, well, it got to the point where I couldn't help you. No. I mean, I mean, you, you, you'd come home and, and we'd, talk for, we'd talk for hours. We were doing breakfast radio at the time, mm. and we weren't going to bed till 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, and I would just sit not there and listen. Not breakfast No, <laughs> not really good. Uh, not conducive to do a good show. Yeah. Uh, and it got to the point where I was like, mate, uh, you need to go and talk to somebody who knows how to respond to what you're saying. Because, yeah. I mean, I'll listen to you. I'll support you. I'll give you anything you need, but in terms of professional tools, I can't offer that. No, and, and the thing I wanted to talk about this morning, and that's the reason I got the Movember tattoo is because, and I also got it on the middle finger of my left hand. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is um, it's a big F you to depression and to anxiety. Now, I know Movember also, you know, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, but for me personally, it's about what it's done for me in eventually making me realize that, hey, I'm all these things that we're talking about, I may be suffering from. But again, I want to give a big F you to depression and anxiety. And, and you know, now 365 days a year, I've got that reminder on my finger because another thing, Nathan, that I've, I've been sort of honest about on the show is over the last, you know, six months, I think I'm, I'm nearly about eight months sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a big, you know, um, I was self-medicating with alcohol and and using other substances, but I'm you know, eight months sobriety, which you know has really helped my mental health. I also have my um, antidepressants in the studio. Yeah. That's them. All secret sound. <laughs> Call now, <laughs> 131060. Um, but I have my antidepressants as well. They've been a huge part in, in you know, me um, feeling so much better. Um, my, my psychologist, my GP, shout out to Mark, my GP, an absolute mm-hmm. legend of a bloke. Um, yeah, putting me on a mental health plan. There are so many things I've done to help my mental health, right? And over the past probably six months is, and I know you'd say this, Nate, the best I've ever been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I have to be honest with you, Australia, because I've, I've talked about that probably for a while now, and um, and I've probably lied to you a little bit. I probably have been struggling over the past month, and I probably have been lying to myself as well. I've probably been like... I don't know. There's definitely times where I've really been down over the last month and I, and I didn't want to believe it because I've done so much work <laughs> to get into a good place. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it's, it's been hard to, to realize in my own head that I'm struggling when, um, you know, I've, I've done everything right. I've done everything right. I, I really feel like there's 
there's times where I feel like I probably can't do anything more. Sure. Eating healthy, getting sleep, exercising regularly, the, the antidepressants, the not drinking, um, you know, seeing psychologists, meditating, journaling, all those things, and I'm still getting down. But a reason I'm, I want to talk about it this morning, Australia, is it's okay. And I, and I know that. I've, I've chatted to my GP and, and my psychologist about it. I'm, even though I do everything right, it's never going to be perfect. And I'm still going to have those down moments. And I've, I've probably done you a, a disservice, Australia, by coming on here and going, I've done everything and I'm feeling great. And the reality is I have. The reality is in, in my 33 years on this planet, yeah, I'm 33. I look good for 33. Got a good skincare regime. Um, this is the best I've ever felt. And that is because of the help and stuff I've done. But I have been struggling the last month and that's okay. You know, I'm going to I'm going to have this battle with depression and anxiety for the rest of my life. I'm so glad that I have done everything in in my power to make sure I am okay, but the reality is I'm still going to have some down moments. And the reality is, Australia, if you're out there struggling or if you know someone struggling and even if they do all those things correctly, it's still going to be a fight. And it is a fight that I'm up for my entire life, and it is a fight that I'm not going to lose. Uh, it is a fight that, you know, the reason I got the tattoo on my middle finger is it's a fight that I want to give a big F you to depression and to anxiety. And Australia, we can do it together. Um, you know, we're, we're all alone in this together. We are all alone in this together. So um, it's a fight. I'm here. I'm with you. I'm fighting with you. We can keep fighting it. Um, I bloody love you, Australia. If you are suffering, if you know someone who's suffering, it's okay. It's a fight you're going to have for the rest of your life. And look, if you do need to speak to someone immediately, you can contact Lifeline 13 11 14. Uh, or the suicide callback service on one three hundred six five nine four six seven. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Nate, what us now in thirteen ten sixty? What annoys you, but doesn't really annoy every everyone else. Sure, you know, there's there's that little thing that you know people do, and I know you've got a couple, Nate, and we'll get to you. Don't worry, mm-hmm. I'll let you get on your soapbox. Uh, Nate rages. <laughs> Careful, I will. Again. <laughs> uh, this is all because a former flight attendant has dished out on the little thing that annoys her, um, but she says doesn't annoy everyone else. Um, so she says in a time working on planes, it's always crying babies. That's the number one complaint she got as a flight sure, attendant. Sure, yeah. People would put the, you know, ding. She'd come over, yes, what can I do for you? And they'd be like, there's a crying baby there. What are they supposed to do about that? <laughs> I'll just take it up to the cockpit then. The pilots don't mind. <laughs> Um, so for her, it's not crying babies. Now, um, uh, that is the number one complaint that apparently people have on a plane. Um, I would say this, uh, her thing I'd say, I, th- I think annoys most people. I don't think this falls under the what annoys you, but doesn't annoy anyone else. Yeah. She's saying when someone kicks your chair. No, yeah, I'd say most people are annoyed by that. That annoys me, yeah. especially when it's like, if it's food time, you know what I mean? You've only got that little tray and you've got like a little like open beverage or something and it's going everywhere. <laughs> you get hit. Yeah. You get, I, I, I feel like she's failed. Um, yeah. <laughs> In that example, I will use the plane one myself. Um, what annoys you, but doesn't really annoy everyone else. I'm a, I get, and I can't explain it, but I get really annoyed when people stand, stand up as soon as you land. Yeah, it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't do anything. I can stay seated. It's, it's fine, but it still annoys. But yeah. every time, as soon as we land and people stand up, I just get annoyed. I, I, I can't really explain it. It's just, a, it's a little thing. Annoys me. Doesn't really annoy well, you. Know, well, you know that annoys me as well. I mean, yeah. producer Grace used it before because we're relatively similar. Same brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it just annoys you watching people who would prefer to be uncomfortable and have their face up against like the air conditioner but, see, for 10 is, minutes. This is the thing, though. It annoys us. Other yeah. people have laughed and said, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I think it's funny. But you and I are like, oh, buddy, you're standing up again. I don't know what you're Sit doing. Sit down, guys. The cabin doors are closed. Um, before Because Nate's got a few, Grace, but mm. I'll go to you first. Is there a thing that annoys you, but 
doesn't annoy everyone else. Yeah, and I think this one almost goes both ways. But like when mum and I are sitting down to watch a movie, I need to have the subtitles on because it's like I need it to make my brain understand what they're saying. But mum hates the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, that would, so... annoy, that would annoy me. That would absolutely so it annoy me. annoys you yeah. if there are no subtitles and on. And it annoys her if there are subtitles <laughs> on. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Same perfect, thing for yeah. It is a good both one. Of you. Nice, what one how, gonna... how many do you want? Give me... Give me, you know, my favourite two about you. You've okay. got a lot, but you've got a top two. Okay, yeah. My, my number one for me is when people say, uh, I'm just going to have some lunch or I'm going to go grab some lunch, and it's pre-12pm. <laughs> In which case, it is not lunch. That is a late breakfast at best or a brunch. You cannot have lunch until it's hit 12pm. Middle of the day, right? Now, you're, allow- you're allowing people to have lunch foods before 12. You can- I'm not you saying you can't eat, but what you can't, what annoys me is when they call it lunch, right? You're not having lunch because lunch would be after 12pm. See, it annoys me about you that you... <laughs> <laughs> That you have, like, the title of the food based on the time of day and not the, the genre of food. Genre of food. You so bet if your someone's eating out. a sandwich but it's 11.55, you're like, that's breakfast. And that bugs me that that's not lunch. Or, no, not breakfast, brunch, right? Okay. So brunch is, he does say brunch. Yeah, I say yeah. brunch. It's just not lunch, okay. right? I'm going to take my lunch break at 11.30. No, you're not. And again, that's a perfect... <laughs> Unless that crosses over and you're away for an hour. <laughs> it's a perfect example because, again, Australia, Nath is annoyed by people saying, like, there'll be someone me. in the office and some days we come in early and say, it'll be 11.30. And, yeah. and we're like, hey, how are you, Scott? And what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm just, just eating my lunch. And, and be you hear me from 20 minutes yeah. away, no, you're not. No, you're not, Scott. <laughs> you got to eat lunch. You have a brunch, yes. Scott. So, again, that annoys Nath. Doesn't annoy everyone else. Yeah. There is another great example you have, no? Yeah, the other one is when people go for jogs, particularly urban jogs, right, through a city or whatever, city, yeah. and, uh, and there's a red pedestrian crossing so they can't cross, right? And instead of just stopping, waiting for it to go green, they'll jog on the spot. <laughs> just wait, guys. Just stop, right? Have a little bit of a break, mm. okay? You've earned it. You just <laughs> you run to that particular spot. I, I can vouch for you, Nath, like, we'll be in a car, me and Nath, and we'll cut to a, a red light, and someone will be just jogging at the spot, and oh. Nath will like, one that we did, they go... What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. Why are you doing that? You look like an idiot. If you want to jog on the spot, go to a gym. So, Australia, they're the examples we're looking for. We're looking for what annoys you, but it doesn't really annoy everyone else. What's your, what's the little thing that annoys you, but doesn't really annoy everyone 13, else? 13, 10, 60. Jump on the phones, guys. The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. It is the Jimmy and A Show, guys. You missed anything? You want to catch up on anything? You want to hear a little bit more Jimmy and A? Just search Jimmy and A wherever you get your podcasts from. Ideally, the listener app. Listen without any Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's all there, guys. It's on Audible now. Oh, Audible! I don't care where you get it. Just get it. Just get it. <laughs> It was a threat. No, it was not a threat. I was just no, sorry. No, 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 it's a threat. I don't care where you get it. No, just it, get it. It's a threat from me. Oh, you better get it. You bloody get it, Australia, or you will get it. You get know what it, I mean? Or we'll get you. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Jimmy knows podcast numbers went through the roof. Yeah. Uh, no, they've just asked 131060. What annoys you, but doesn't really annoy everyone else? Uh, for us here at the Jimmy Nath team, for me personally, um, I get annoyed when people stand up as soon as the plane lands. Yeah, that's fair enough. Doesn't really annoy anyone else. It annoys me. Mm. Uh, no, for you, it's the I've lunch. I've got a few. Go it's, the lunch one. Yeah, it's it's when people say that they're going to have lunch and it's pre-12 o'clock. Yep. Now and I don't have an issue with you eating, but just don't call it lunch. Settle down, mate. <laughs> I get you. Don't get started. Uh, and then producer Grace, it is um, when uh, she wants to watch subtitles. She gets really annoyed when there are no subtitles on uh, a TV show or movie. Uh, Trudy from Baronia. Hi, Trudy. What annoys you that doesn't really annoy anybody else? When it's really raining and people have their windscreen wipers on really fast. <laughs> yeah, the, intens- no the intensity of wipers when it's not needed. This is a good one. Uh, is there somebody in particular that does that, Trudy? Every other driver on the road. <laughs> So, Trudy, have you ever had a go at another driver because their windshield wipers are going too fast? 
Yes, I did actually because their back windscreen wiper was on and it wasn't even raining and I said, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I think that annoys me too. I mean, there's, <laughs> add that to my list. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jack from Mayfield. <laughs> Jack, what annoys you that doesn't really annoy anybody else? I would say the sound of deodorant cans or hairspray. Oh, you don't like the ch ch Yeah, that or just like perfume, like when people just excessively spray it. Right. So is it is it the smell or is it the, the spray, the sound of the spray? It's more just the spray, you know, like at night your missus is getting ready or something for dinner and she's just spraying deodorant or bloody <laughs> perfume and for some reason seems to have to do 50 sprays. <laughs> okay. Do you, you... Ever, do you ever say anything, Jack? Pardon? Do you ever say anything to your partner? Nah, just let it slide, eh? Yeah, mate, you're a good not man. Really worth it. No, it's uh, not. You're right. Jack, okay, what about with yourself? I mean, do you wear deodorant or do you ha- are you a roll-on guy or? More of a roll-on guy. Roll-on, roll-on guy. guy. Yeah, okay. So, I, yeah, just... I, think it, I think, Jack, you don't like this, the sound of it, but also like the amount. You don't like anything about spray, deodorant, or perfume. Oh, I don't. See, I don't mind cologne for myself if you just do one or two, but when you just, like, your missus or someone else is just spraying it and just bloody excessively doing it. I'll tell you, if Jack ever runs into Banksy, that is not going to be good, is it? (laughs) 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 Spray painting joke. It wasn't even about, I didn't know where you were going. You know who Banksy is? Yeah, it's still spraying. I thought it was quite clever. (laughs) Uh, Jack, do you know who who Banksy is? No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Banksy isn't like a a no. I thought Banksy was well known. Maybe not. No. Jules from Brookfield. Uh, What annoys you? It doesn't really annoy anybody else. Uh, Morning, Jimmy and Nate. So what really annoys me is when I rock up to the traffic lights and you press the button once, wait for it to to change over to the little green man, right? Someone inevitably always comes up and will stand there and hit it, you know, 10 or 15 times going, you know, this is going to make it change really fast. And you look at them like... Mate, it's not gonna it's not gonna change any faster. It's timed. I've already hit it. I've done the job. And they look at you and I'm like, it won't. And then when it does change, they look at you as if to say, Well, that was my doing. You know, and it's like it happens every time. It's just so frustrating. I do Jules, I do that, Jules. Jules, you also did something, uh, you triggered Nath there. There's another thing that Nath Really annoys him. That doesn't annoy anyone else. There's, there's one. There's one thing that really. It's probably. It's almost my number one. Jules. Is it number one. And What's you, that? And ironically, you did it at the start. <laughs> you said, "Hello, Jimmy and Nate." My name's Nate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's all right. Anytime I see you <laughs> now, I'll be, I'll be hitting the pedestrian crossing button a million times. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Jimmy and Nate are on in the land down under. During the show, the boys have thunder. Yeah. <laughs> can you dial, can you call the number? They wanna know, they wanna know. Thirteen ten sixty trades, very simple. Jump on the phones right now and answer this. Where the bloody hell are ya? Where are you listening to the show right now? I'll give us your town, your city, your suburb. Tell us something different about it, something fun. What's it known for? The more you love being there. Thirteen ten sixty. And I don't want to give too much away, but before the end of the year, we might um, I know, we might go for a drive. We may go through your place. Yeah, nothing to do with the show. We just might um, <laughs> yeah, on our holidays. We just might fill up some unleaded yeah. and go for a little drive. Yeah, our, our work won't let us go. <laughs> but just in our own time, Nathan and I are going to chew off. And bloody see some of these places. Look, Sandra, remember you called us once? I mean, this isn't on the air, but we just wanted to yeah. say good day. How did you get my address? <laughs> uh, just time for that later. <laughs>
<laughs> don't what's, have time, mate. What's important is we're here at your front door. <laughs> 13 1060, wherever you are, Australia, this is your opportunity. Jump on the phones right now and just tell us where the bloody hell are you? We need you to do so so we can put together a list of where we need to be taking the show and also who's listening. But we can't do it unless you call 13 10 60. Give us your town, your city, your suburb. It can be a big one. It can be a little one. Whatever. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. So where the bloody hell are you? Yes, thank you, Lara. Very simple question, Australia. We love to ask at the end of every Saturday show right around Australia. 13 10 60. Where the bloody hell are you? Where the bloody hell are you? Give us your town, your city, your suburb. Tell us why you love it so we can put it on a map, Jim. Uh, and it's our goal to get out to these places. Yep, one day. Not sure when, but uh, one day. That is the dream. We'll just keep saying it. Just so you know, Australia, we are under contract for next year. So you've got at least 12, 13 months. Of this. Unless something really bad happens. <laughs> like we talk <laughs> during the songs. The mics are on. Helen. Hello, Helen. Welcome to the show. How you going? Oh, we're bloody good, Helen. Where the bloody hell are you? I'm at Gam Maine, between Griffith and um, Wagga. Not far from Wagga. Okay. I love Wagga. I love Wagga. Wagga, Wagga. Yeah. Okay. Gam Maine. Helen, why do you love it? Oh, it's a lovely little country town way out in the middle of nowhere, and we have our Gamain Pies. Oh, the Gamain Pies. Tell us about those, Helen. What's on offer? Oh, oh everything. You can get everything. We've got a local baker here, and he makes Gamain Pies, and they are so beautiful. Have you? Yeah. Are you a big fan of pies, Helen? Oh, yeah. Have you, have you <laughs> been around Australia? Have you had pies from all over oh, the place? Yeah. Yeah, I've been everywhere, yeah. Okay, where would you say the Gan Main pies are compared to the rest of Australia's pies? Oh. Best in Australia? Gan Main. They're pretty, pretty popular. Pretty popular. Pretty popular. Number one, <laughs> would you say number one pies in Australia, Gan Main Bakery, Helen? I'd say so. Ah, Helen, <laughs> Helen, you, you're on the radio. You can say bloody whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Helen. We'd love to come out to Gan Main, all right? Yep, all good. <laughs> I'd have a pie with Ellen. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen. She's like, Helen with a H. Yeah, Helen, uh, sorry. She's like, yep, all good. Imagine she goes, nah, don't come out here. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you about it. You're not bloody welcome. Zach, where the bloody hell are you, Zach? Well, I'm in Whoop Whoop in Kilmore. Whoop Whoop. <laughs> I just love that about Australia. There's so much Whoop Whoop out there, but yeah. you're in the, uh, the Kilmore part of Whoop Whoop. Yeah. yeah you Zach, got- you got your bloody radio on in the background, mate. you got to turn it down. No worries, mate. It's off. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good on Sorry, you, Zach. That's a producer Grace thing. She should have organised that, but don't worry about it. Um, okay, Zachy, why do you love Kilmore, mate? Tell us something about it. Oh, look, it's a nice, quiet little town. You've got our land, no hoons. You've got some fresh air. We've got the animals to have a stare at. <laughs> What's your favourite animal to stare at, Zachy? Oh, I've got, a, got two camels. Two camels. camels? And one of the greatest things to do in Kilmore is just stare at those camels. Yeah, we've got some peacocks, we've got some deer, some kangaroos that just run around. Zach, have you got a male and female uh, camel? Yeah. You know they can become quite aggressive during mating season. Yeah, I know. I've got to be careful when I go and take a peek. Yeah. yeah. My mum was attacked by a camel once, went to hospital. (laughs) That's not even a joke. It's a true story. She walked between them during mating season. So, so Zach, when you're staring at them in Kilmore, you be careful, careful. all right? Yeah, done. Oh, he was great. He was great. I love that. Shout out to mum too. She was attacked by a camel once, but she's doing okay. Ah, she's Yeah, she's good. She's a tough cookie, your mother. Tough cookie, Tough cookie. Hey, guys, it's uh, 
Quitting time! That's right, end of the show, guys. Yep, uh, we are wrapping it up. Time for the show ratings. We wrap the show at 10. Give it reasons why. I uh, mean, some just some great calls there for where the bloody hell are you. Um, also, um, what a noise. You really enjoyed that. Who was, la- who was the lady talking about the windshield wipers, Grace? That was Trudy. 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 Yes. Yeah, Trudy. If you Trudy. missed it, Trudy's, uh, it really annoys her when people... Uh, use windshield wipers if they don't need to, or it's it's the aggressive one that's not really raining. That I love hard. that. Yeah, that was very good. Um, also, I did uh, upload a photo I mentioned earlier in the show uh, on the socials at Jimmy and Nath. You can see the tattoo I got for November. It's up on the socials. There's also our Grand Mario's video on the socials. So just great. If there's a time to go to the Jimmy and Nath socials, Instagram, mm. head now at Jimmy and Nath. Give us a follow. Speaking of a time to go, it's a time to go to Gan Main, guys. Get some pies because Helen, nice. Helen was phenomenal, wasn't she? So good. Helen reminded me of my grandma, Betty. I'd love to go meet Helen and have a pie with Helen. Yeah, I mean, oh, great. Can we get out again, Maine? I will do my best to get out to Gan, Maine and have one of the best pies in Australia. Great, we're not going to Gan, Maine then, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Grace said, I'll do my best. Like Grace is going out solo, calls up the show and goes, boys, I'm here with Helen. <laughs> no, Grace, you're supposed to take us with you. you. We'd love uh, to get out there. 10 out of 10 for me. Mate, it's an absolute 10 out of 10 for me. Well done to you, Australia. That 10 is for you. You made the show hum today. Yeah, absolute 10 out of 10 for me as well. Had a good time. Just nice hanging with my friends, chatting to Australia. You had a good time. I did. Oh, that's I really sorry, did. Is that how you base your show rating? <laughs> yeah. How much fun you are? <laughs> yep. As long as Grace says it, if Grace is having a good time, you get a 10 out of 10. Which is... <laughs> Adios, Australia! That's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials. At Jimmy and Nate. And catch the show. Weekdays from 9 p.m. across the Hit Network. And on the Listener app. Or, if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss.